It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Brady Beaton slamming doors around as we get going here on a busy Monday. Yeah, we're recording extra early because we have to be places extra early here on this MLK Day. I thought it was because we were extra late on Friday. Well, that's probably part of it, too. <laughs> we were tardy on Friday, so we had to come in early today. <laughs> this is our detention. <laughs> Anyways, we've got uh, a lot of boys basketball to catch up on from Friday. Um, we've got a busy week ahead this week, including three games today, a hockey game early and then a couple of basketball games, a midday basketball game and then an evening basketball game, uh, and that leads us into a really busy uh, week. And, of course, it's a Monday, uh, and our new feature from uh, last week is our media poll for boys and girls basketball, and we'll have the new poll out. Yeah, I'm actually, because we're in a bit of a time crunch, I'm doing it right now during the commercials, and I still don't know who I'm putting in certain spots for one of my polls. Oh, okay. Well, it's tough. We'll figure all that out as we go along here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast with Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. 
Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast, and uh, just uh, rip raring to uh, go talk about some uh, boys uh, basketball from uh, last uh, Friday night. You want to start in the MAC? You want to start in the BWAC? Um, I'll let you pick. You saw the better game, so I will let you decide. Wow, you're just really down on that game. <sighs> You know what, let's just start there so I'll get this over with. (laughs) I'm going to start with this. Both teams played with a lot of effort, and there is talent. There is talent on that court. Portier and I has three players that I think would find a spot on any team in the area. Um, Both teams play. Marysville flies around, plays with a lot of effort, especially defensively. It's there. However... That was the worst basketball game I have seen since I've been a part of this company. And I don't think there's anyone in that gym that will tell you otherwise. Dennis, it was a uh, ugly game. It was like the rims were an inch bigger than the basketball. <laughs> no one could shoot. The first quarter was... Now, I want to say that I've seen that in that gym before. Yes. Those rims, especially the one down on the end where we broadcast, yeah. are very unkind. They're, like I've said before, and they even I've had multiple people from Port Huron High tell me this over the last couple years, 
They can't shoot at Marysville for whatever reason. There's something about that gym. They go there and struggle to shoot, and that's true for a lot of teams. Why? I don't know. Marysville it does is a very, I don't want to say generic gym, but a normal gym. Like, there's nothing weird about it. No. It's white it's wall. It's a beautiful gym. It's a white wall, a well-lit gym. But it was 7-2 to after the first quarter, and it didn't get better from there. Um, Marysville put up nine points in the second to make it 12-11, and scoring was just like pulling teeth. And it felt like one team would start to get momentum and then there would be a pass and it'd go out of bounds. And Dennis, by the end of the night, I, like we were t- I was talking to some guys after the game, and I'm like, I would say there was probably minimum between both teams 55 turnovers. It was bad bad and a lot of them were unforced it was like it was kind of like once they started not shooting well they got in their own head and again with both teams playing with a lot of effort defensively that does help because I don't want to say it was all just bad off and sometimes the defense forces it but no one could really get going um Port Aaron High and Marysville, the biggest quarter of the night was 12 to 11 in the third to give uh, Port Huron a a uh, two-point lead. And Marysville wouldn't score in the fourth quarter until like a minute and a half left. And they had looks. Both teams had looks. Dennis, I bet you Port Huron High left 15-plus points off of shots from within two feet. Like yeah, I've been seeing a lot of that in both look, boys and girls this year. Like if they make all those shots, PH wins this game fifty to twenty nine, and it's going away. And I go, all right, that was just an all right basketball game. But it for summer, and it was multiple guys. Like it wasn't like one guy just had the yips. I saw four different people miss shots from me to you away, like shots you expect them to make a hundred times out of a hundred. And for whatever reason. No one could get going. Nate Oriole ended with 11 points. Um, he had a couple threes, but even then it was streaky. Cole Bowman ended with 12 points and four threes, but I bet you he shot over a dozen threes. So he did hit four, but he it was on and off. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was rough. Free throws weren't a, a, a thing. Uh, PH ended up surviving 36-29, but it was just a rough game. Like, like if you're poor here on high, you go, okay, we won. Forget about that game. That's not one you hang your hat on. That's when you go, hey, we're lucky to still be 3-0, and and we can do it. And, and Marysville, like talking to some of – their people, they were saying, if we played that way in a game, in games like we did that we lost, we would have won that game by 15 points because they played better in losses than they have in that one. Um, but it was like just no one got the hot hand. Like when I was trying to figure out who to pick for the player of the game, I was just going, all right, PH1, Oriole had the most points, he gets it because <laughs> that's what it came down to. Rosenall had eight. Um, Bryant Wilson hit a three. He ended with five points, but uh, a wall and Fang had four. No one could get going, and it was just turnover, turnover, um, missed layup, and it was it was rough. Um, I'm just you know for for PH again, 
ugly, I don't care. They've won three in a row, and they're four and four now. And, like, they have to use this now moving forward here and try to be a relevant basketball team. Right. Well, because they Lincoln is the class of the silver this year. They might run the table. Um, and PHS, they're, killing team. they're killing everybody. Yeah, they have to go to Lincoln tomorrow. That's going to be a tall task. However, um, hey, like you said, you're three and yeah, I'd rather I'd rather go into that game on a three game winning streak, right. Than go into that game as a one and seven basketball team, right? Um, yeah. So PH, like you said, they they had been winning, and this one was ugly, but they had been. Beating up the teams they were supposed to beat up. I mean, they beat Clintondale 59-21. They beat Sterling Heights 59-34. So it's not like they were scraping by those two teams. No, they, they were dominating. Um, and they played good enough to win this game because that's one that, like, Dennis, I'm sure you've been a part of this or or seen games where you know that when you pop the film in and you're going over it with the coach, you're like, you slouch in your chair a little bit because you won, but you know it was bad. Like I, if I had shooting percentage, I would have been shocked if both teams combined shot over twenty five percent from the field. And, and you might not like this, Brady, but I, I think this kind of a game is kind of the way Marysville has to play to have a chance to win. Oh, they Be, have because to do if, win if, with they're, defense. if they're racing teams to fifty, they're not going to win any games. No, that and I, I agree with that. They do have to muddy it up a little bit. But there's a difference between muddying it up, you know, using the most of your possession and turning the ball over. I bet you Marysville had over 30 turnovers in a 32-minute basketball game. It's – there's a – yes, I agree. that They're, they're going to have to win games 38-35, some, things like that, because – they, they they don't have like like you said if they get in a track meet they don't have the horses on most nights to go toe to toe with teams but like they were getting stops in the fourth quarter when they needed it but then they would give the ball right back to Port Huron like it's like hey Marys will got to stop they're down two possessions and the ball is out of bounds yeah um Saint Clair uh, played South Lake Th- this is one that like I have two reactions to this game. It was 55-51 Southlake. I'm like, ooh, that's a good showing by St. Clair. But at the same token, I'm like, man, if you're that close, that would have been a big win if you could have figured out a way to pull that out. Yeah, um, let me give you the top scores in that one. Lore had 17, Pennewell had 11, and Richardson had 7. Cramp added 6 for um, St. Clair. Uh, they were down actually 12 at the half. So they clawed back into it. I guess they cut it to within two, three different times in the fourth quarter and couldn't get that last bucket to get over the st- over the, the um, hump. Is it just me? I mean, are these things happening in the games that you're seeing? Be- because the, if I had a dollar for every shot that went halfway down and popped back out this year, could have retired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, you mentioned it in your game, shots from two feet in that people aren't making this season. I've been seeing that in every game. I don't care who it is. I- I've that seen one, Tyler Jameson miss a couple in tight. Not That one, not as much as the um, 
is the first one you mentioned. Uh, and, and, and the other one, teams getting to a certain point in the game, making a run, and they get to within five points or they get to within two points or they get whatever, and they can't get over the hump in that next position. And they get the possession. It's like, oh, they can tie it or take the lead on this possession. And they just seems like they never score on that possession and they never get over the hump. Well, I have had a few comebacks. I mean, I had the pack. Merit game where they were I've, down 18. I've had the one where the St. Clair girls tied it, and then they ended up losing it in overtime rather decisively. I had, I mean, I had Marine City trying to storm back against Marysville just last week. But, um, no, I, 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 the first one you mentioned where um, – because you said what you said, not the bunnies in close. Not it's the, it's the the shots that go oh, down halfway and, down. And it's like yeah. that's and no, it's not. Yeah, Cole, Cole Bowman actually had a couple of those in my game where it rattled in, and there was one that like three quarters of the basketball was underneath, and it boop yeah. popped out. It's like how does that even happen? Yeah, but um, yeah, that's a game like I mentioned for Saint Clair. You, I wanted to see them split the next two because they're going to be a tough couple of games. You drop a close one to South Lake on the road that you feel like you could have won. It does kind of make this Fitz game feel like a must-win game because um, you don't want to drop to one and two in league play and feel like you have to run the table. You you knock off Fitz, a team that's. Seven and or excuse me, South Lake seven and three. Fitz is six and three, uh, but their losses are to River Rouge by a bucket, UAD Jesuit by nine, and Detroit Pershing by three. Now I don't know this, but I'm going to speculate that there's two reasons why Fitz is so good, and they both end in West. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And they have, I guess they have a uh, a big guy who's just a sophomore. And that way, might be Lewis. That might be the quarterback from the football team that looks like uh, who is the old guy from from Texas uh, in college football? The old quarterback, like Vince Young. Vince Young. He looks like Vince Young. <laughs> he, the way he was described is he gets the rebound and he scans the floor and he just baseball passes to whoever's going. I so. bet it's the quarter. I bet that's Lewis. Yeah, I'll have to confirm, but yeah, I, I knew someone that was uh, watching one of their games, and they said, yeah, he gets the rebound, and he just, and if no one's open, he can dribble it up the court as a big man. Yeah. So, yeah, at Fitz um, tomorrow is going to be a tall task for St. Clair. However, I think uh, they can do it. They've been playing better. That's another team that you feel like they're close to, like, breaking through that glass ceiling they just need that one win to get them going you wished it would have been um south lake and then the week before you wish they would have done it at warren woods tower so yeah actually they're they're one and two right now in in league play i believe but still uh again uh, the, the saints are a dangerous team like those teams above them have to take saint Clair seriously or the, Saint, right. the Saints will beat one of them. Uh, and, and one thing real quick is uh, I know the Saints don't have the most loaded district, but Richmond's in it. That's probably the scariest team. I feel like playing teams like Southlake and Fitz 
gives you a pretty good idea of the style of play Richmond has. Yes. Yeah, it prepares you for that district. Yes. So, uh, all right, you want to head – well, there's no well, northern Ma- game. Marine City, uh, we, we talked about them. They needed to bounce back, and they did. They went to a, a tough gym, Clawson, and they won by 20 points, 58 to uh, 38, to get back to, uh, to 500. And that was after stubbing their toe – in a in a couple of games, and I know they they played at least the one without Wyatt Walker. Yeah, but uh, th- that was a get better game, and they got better. Yeah, they they really needed that one if they want to be in the uh, Matt Gold race. I didn't get much from there, but no, that's a nice win on the road. And I know Clawson's not good. Still, long drive, take care of business. Uh, and we talked about it. That's a crappy gym to go and play in, and they won by twenty points. Yes. Um, now, they, they actually play Armada tonight. They have three games this week. Armada, Lamphere, and Hazel Park. Luckily for them, Lamphere and Hazel Park are at home. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, actually, I'll be at the Armada game tonight. Yeah. Because we kind of floopy floppy the schedule around yeah. when hockey got jumbled, too. Uh, and then we added the Emily City, or not the Emily City, the uh, Crosslex game. Yes. In the middle of the day today. Yes. Um, so we got morning, noon, and night game for you. Uh, just a couple of max scores, and then I'll take a break here, and we'll get into the BWAC games. Uh, Frazier beat Anchor Bay 43-39, and Romeo beat New Haven 57-43. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll talk about that uh, Croslex Imlay City game that I saw on uh, Friday night, uh, and it, it was kind of the, the matchup that we hoped it would be uh, in a lot of respects, and in some other respects, it wasn't but we'll talk about that. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. 
Big games in the BWAC on uh, Friday night. Uh, Croslex Imlay City was one that uh, a lot of people in those two communities had circled on the uh, the calendar. Um, there was uh, I, uh, the 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 term is from the movie Slapshot. If you've ever seen it, there was a carnival like atmosphere uh, in the gymnasium uh, at Emily uh, City on uh, Friday night. There was intensity in this game. It it took it actually took a, a a little bit for it. To get cooking. Really? Like, there was, I don't want to call it a, a tentative moment, but I thought Crosslex was ready to go, and it took Emily City a couple of minutes. Um, early on, Crosslex got off to a, a, a very good start. Usual suspects, Kolakovich getting his hands on things, and, and I think it was 5 nothing Crosslex less than a minute into the game, and Emily City was already taking a timeout. Mm-hmm. And Don Gauthier was like, are you kidding me? Hmm. I'm playing cross-legs tonight. Get your head out of you nowhere. You can't, you can't ease into this one. No. Uh, and uh, it, it ended up being uh, a 60-51 to 51 game that at one point in the third quarter, the Pioneers were up as much as 15 points, 15, 16 points. Emily City got it down to seven late, but again, couldn't get it any uh, closer than that. Uh, it was 28-22 at halftime, and then it ballooned out to 50-36 to because we had a 22-point third quarter for the Pioneers. Um, who stood out in this game? A lot of people did, and a lot of people didn't. I'm going to tell you that the Pioneers' leading scorer, Sage Slanick, really wasn't that noticeable in the game because he had foul trouble. He finished with 13 points, but his points kind of came in, in spurts. Yeah, like he'd get like, like a couple score, layups here. Yeah, he'd score five points in like 30 seconds, and then you get a foul and have to go sit down. Uh, it, it, it was stuff like that. Jake Townsend scored 12 points in the game. He ended up being my player of the game, not for his offense, but – he looked like uh, who, who's the greatest secondary guy ever in NFL history? Because that's who he looked like. He was like Ronnie Lott out there, jumping like Darrell in Darrell Revis, jumping or... in front of passes, like just reading plays, cross court pass. Emily City would come across mid court and try a cross court pass. He must have intercepted six of them. And turn them into layups. So, real quick, I want to talk about that because, obviously, I think Trey Kolakovich, the reigning BWAC Defensive Player of the Year, I don't see any reason why he won't repeat, at least through the first few games of BWAC play because, like you said, it seems like every pass he gets a hand on, he is within arm's length of his guy at all times. Um, With that said, it helps when you have Jake Townsend on the other side. So that and they seem to be in lockstep. They know when to jump, and that's again a credit to Lance because you know he pushes defense down their throats. And if you're playing Crosslex basketball, it starts defensively. Yeah, you're courtside at Emily City when you broadcast the game, mm-hmm. and there were like f- three possessions in a row. I'm sitting there because I can see it, right? And I'm like. Do not throw this pass across court to the other guy. Do not throw this pass across court to the other guy. Right across. There's Jake picking it off, going in. Uh, remember the football uh, highlight that Mr. Turner put? Oh, uh, yeah. Up, up, right? it, yeah. It, 
Picture that play. Like you, when you you told me, you're like you saw the pick six coming. Yep. P- picture that play because that's what Jake was doing. He was picking that screen pass off out in the flat and taking it in for layups uh, every time. Um, Ten points for Donovan McDonald. At, at halftime, I thought Donovan McDonald was on his way to a 20-point, 15-rebound game, uh, and he ended up only scoring 10 points because, again, he got into foul trouble, and it started for him uh, in, in a situation where he got a foul and then he got a technical. Uh, and that's really when the game really started to – to heat up and get uh, interesting, but they just—they have so much uh, depth, you know. We forget about Zach Kretsch and what he does. At any at any time he can go off, you'll have a dozen points if you yeah. don't pay attention to him. You know, he had a quiet nine points, but he just does so much on the court, handles the ball, plays good defense, and when they need him to knock down a shot, he'll knock down a shot. Kalakovic is Kalakovic, steady seven points. Gets the ball, distributes it, and his defense, uh, you can't say enough about it. And then a guy like Peyton Edwards comes off the bench and line drives down a three when when they need a bucket. You know, it's uh, – and and Kirk Wilson is out there. You know who played well for them? Mitch Geiger. Yeah. He, he got some minutes, got, got a bucket, uh, and, and because of the foul situation, he went there. And Imlay City, they had some guys that had nice games. Lugerai scored 15 – he had nine points at the half and didn't make a shot in the second half. All his points came from the free throw line. And and that was the thing for for Imlay City. We know they've got scorers, but nobody really came forward in that game as the guy who was, okay, we need to start knocking down shots. Give me the ball. Well, that was kind of a theme last year where you'd get a box score and one kid would have – 17 points you go oh okay and then the next game you'd have it and you have like four yeah and they never had one consistent score that you could rely on 12 to 15 points a night i mean you know i'm in the end you go well they, they had balanced scoring decent contributions 15 from lose nine from andrew batter i think he scored them all in the fourth quarter eight from xander nash six from Grady Nash, two Nashes I can't tell apart. I'm glad they wear different numbers. Big, tall, lanky kids, both of them. Um, Holden Red had five points. Uh, Bo Hund had five points. But but again, Red is the one guy that, give me the ball, I'll shoot it. Mm. Hund is just the opposite. Give me the ball, I'll pass it. Uh, and a lot of times I'm like, you're open. Take that shot. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're, you're not going to get a better look than the one that you have right now. But he kept looking for other guys, and and I, I don't I don't know. I, I don't think I saw MLA City's A game. I, I think I saw a B-plus from them, but I, I didn't see an A, and I thought I'd see an A-plus just because of who the opponent was and what that rivalry is and how those teams just don't like each other. Right. So I, I mean, and 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 Lance will tell you, well, we didn't shoot well. Like I don't think either coach walked away from that game feeling like he got a hundred and ten percent from his team, mm-hmm. and that's a hundred and ten percent game. Right. So that that was just kind of my my take on on that. Croslex is still the team to beat, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, MLA City will get another crack at him. Later in the uh, the year, 
Um, but I just, I don't know. It it was a good game, but it left me wanting. Right. Um, is is kind of if, if I'm going to be the art critic about it. <laughs> All right, another big uh, interesting game in the BWAC on Friday was uh, Richmond and Elmont with Richmond eking out the 51 to 49 win over the uh, Raiders. So this was uh, uh, an almost uh-oh situation for the Blue Devils and an almost huge upset win for Elmont. Yeah, this one was at Richmond too, wasn't it? Um, you know, I, I lo- be- location, I'm not sure. I believe it was in Richmond. That That's a game where, hey, you survive. They probably didn't play their best basketball, but, hey, give credit to Elmont. Saw them against Croslex for a half. They were giving the Pioneers a scare. Um, so Elmont's a team that has some players that I could definitely see coming up and biting someone, especially if they don't take them seriously. But, uh, yeah, Richmond stays a game back of Croslex. Their only loss was that stumble against Yale. Um, and I think it's not this week, but next week we get Croslex Richmond, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, uh, Carl Stevens, 17, Trey Graham with 13. And uh, Quan Haskins had uh, ten points. That's a that's that a nice one. performance from a young player. Yeah, uh, a, a guy that doesn't always get a lot of minutes, but who each time I've seen Richmond, he played better and better. So you could kind of see a build up to stuff like this. Yeah, as, I mean, when you anytime you have a freshman on, you expect them to get better week after week, game after game, kind of have the the bigger strides and improvement. And it seems like well, he's becoming someone that the Blue Devils can rely on. Um, Armada and North Branch didn't happen. They got rescheduled for February 1st. But uh, Yale had a must win against Algonac. Uh, and I was, uh, it was good to see the Bulldogs get it done. 65-43, Yale wins this uh, basketball game to, to kind of get on track. Remember, they started 4-1, and one, had the upset win over Richmond, and then it, it, it got away from them for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, it did. So that's a nice uh, bounce back win. Uh, the rest of the stuff is from uh, up in the uh, thumb. Sandusky beat KPAC 57-42 to was the uh, final in uh, that one. Memphis gets a big win over Marlette 45-44. Uh, and Memphis is 7-3. Uh, and three, And we were kind of looking for uh, the win on their resume that we can go, okay, they beat somebody good here. Yeah, that I mean, do you call it an upset? I mean, because we know Memphis is seven and three. Their non-conference was not the strongest, um, and now they're two and one in GTC East play. Uh, they got a close win over a Marlette team that we know has talent that actually was playing really good basketball since that Ross Common win. Uh, but hey. Yellow Jackets get a big win. You said they're what seven and three, seven, right? Seven and three and two and one in league now. I think there's someone that I think we're well, halfway through their season have to keep them on their radar. The uh, the other uh, GTC East game was also a nail biter. So you had a 45-44 game, Ugly 47, Harbor Beach 44. That's what, I mean. I don't care what sport they're playing. That's going to be a a tight game. All right. Uh, further up into the uh, thumb. Peck beat Akron Fairgrove 50 to 47. My highlight from this one isn't a Peck highlight. Akron Fairgrove's Isaac Squires scored 30 of his team's 47. That's a pretty good night. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I, I'm going to guess he's either a really slick shooting guard or he's a big center. Yes. <laughs> 
he's one or the other. Bay City All Saints edges Carsonville Port Sandlack 41 to 38. Deckerville gets a two point win at Kingston 51 to 49. And the only other score in boys basketball from Friday night saw New Haven Merritt defeat uh, Landmark 51 to 29 was the final in uh, that one. So uh, I want to do a program note because in the next segment we're going to go into our poll. Yeah, this has been a very weird morning. Yes, uh, a program note. Uh, the hockey game that we were planning on doing, we now found out has been moved to a venue where we can't work out of. So no Marysville hockey today. Sorry about that. Not our fault that they played the game at Suburban. I'd have been there. Yes. But they moved Because the state site had it at Suburban. Yeah. And then we saw this morning on Twitter that it was at Mount Clemens and there's just nowhere yeah, to set it's up. Not, it's not happening at uh, Mount Clemens. Tried to do a, uh, a preseason junior hockey game from there once. Not happening. They had a preseason game? They did their whole camp there. Why? Because uh, that's where the, it was closer to the guy's house that took over the team at that point. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was. Steve Shannon took over. He was from down in the Fraser area. Mount Clemens was closer. That's where he held camp. Plus, most of the kids come from that area anyways. So, you just like for camp, they went there and then brought main camp up to McMorrin. <laughs> All right. Um, Basketball-wise, so I know Friday I was talking about stretching myself thin. I'm not going to have to. I'm going to see Cross Lexington Reese at Saginaw Valley at 3 o'clock. Dennis, you'll be taking the Armada Marine City game in Armada. Yep. Then uh, we might as well just run through the whole week real quick here. Uh, Cousinos at uh, Northern on uh, Tuesday and uh, Green Hills, Ann Arbor Green Hills? I believe so. Is at Cardinal Mooney. Both boys basketball. Both boys basketball games. The ladies get to play on Wednesday. Gross Point North at Port Huron is one game. Oh, and Marysville at St. Clair is the other. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a big day. Yeah. Big day. <laughs> then uh, Thursday, more boys basketball. Northern goes to uh, Anchor Bay. Lakeview is at Port Huron. Um, or, or did we switch something around? No, uh, that, that's what I've that, got. I here. think that's right. Yeah. And then Friday, more girls basketball. Uh, I'm going to see Emily City finally. Uh, they'll host uh, Elmont, and uh, Roseville is at Marine City in the other game on Friday night. All right, it should be a fun week of basketball. And well, uh, last week. It was an interesting one. I, I believe we had some movement in some of our polls, so we'll give you the Blue Water Media poll next. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our gift. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Come on, Ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton. I did not realize that uh, today we would have to uh, juggle knives and swallow flames and to, to get this podcast ho- ho- done hopefully- that we had good intentions on early in the morning to get this knocked out. Hopefully our, our games go much better than this <laughs> podcast. Um, hopefully it's been entertaining and it sounds seamless after yes. all the... Even though we use two different venues to record. It's, it's been a weird one. <laughs> All right. So the Blue Water Media Poll 
started. Our first one was last week, and we have our second edition. Uh, Dennis, do you want to uh, do you want me to start with the boys or the girls? Well, uh, to me, and I don't know how uh, you, Callie, and uh, and Brendan voted, but to me, the girls are a lot less convoluted than the boys. All right. So start with the girls. Start with the girls, because I think at, l- at least the teams to me are mostly cut and dry. All right. Uh, th- there might there might be like one difference. Like uh, I guess we're arguing over six teams, but that's it. I I don't think there's anybody else we have to worry about. All right. So last week in the girls poll, real quick, just to remind you where everyone stood. In our first poll, it was Port Huron High at 1, MLA City 2, Marine City 3, Marysville 4, Sandusky 5. This week in the girls' poll, Port Huron is at number 1 with 18 points. They got two first-place votes. They did not change from a week ago. MLA City has stays at number two they also had two first place votes they were just one point behind at 17 so number one is essentially a split decision between port huron and mla city uh i think it's a clear-cut win but here's the difference i voted for ph brady voted for mla city (laughs) yeah i mean it was two and two and it it's a really close call it's I, agree. I mean, I mean, and the losses are hard to knock any of them because Portland's first loss was to a really, really good Utica team. They've both lost to Lance Cruz North, and the other loss for MLA City's Lake Fenton. And I'm not. Yeah, we saw that juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, that's a team that they're going to have to get by in a regional. But um, so that's one and two. Moving up to number three, I think very deservedly so, with 13 points is Marysville. They got as high in one poll as number two. Uh, Vikings with a nice win over over Marine City, a statement win because I think we were wavering a bit on our trust in, in the Vikings. Which we shouldn't have. Shame on us. Yes, we were proved wrong. Yep. Marine City with their loss dropped to number four with seven points. Uh, and rounding out the top five, Sandusky is at number five. They have four points. And this is the second week in a row where uh, the overall poll mirrored what I had picked. So I'm, I'm pretty pleased about that, that I've got my finger on girls' basketball here. Um, and Armada would be the team that I would say gets our honorable mention. Uh, one v- point for Armada. They made an appearance in a poll. So the eight and two Port or the nine and two Port here on High Big Reds at number one with eighteen points. The eight and two MLA City Spartans at number two with seventeen points. The eight and two Marysville Vikings at number three with thirteen points. The eight and two Marine City Mariners at number four with seven points. And the nine and O Sandusky Redskins at number four or number five with four points and this week on get stuck on sports.com uh f- our top four teams of the five in the poll will all have games uh on our airways so 
Uh, it's going to be a good week of basketball because we've got our top four teams in the area on a lot. Yes, and Sandusky's a case where I wish they would have matched up with just like one or two BWAC or MAC teams because it's hard to compare. They are dominating teams. You feel they should dominate. They're nine and zero, and I think they've had one close game. Yeah, uh, and the, they have depth. Like they they go ten deep. Yeah. So that's the the girls' poll for the boys. Um, it's you know oh, just one. Oh yeah, go ahead. Because it just popped in my head. You know how we always talk about Marine City football. Yeah. Where like these guys would have bigger stats, mm-hmm. but I I I view Sandusky the same way. Like Sandusky's like top girls would have bigger stats but they don't have to play the whole game right because they're dominating and yeah they yeah they are they are a juggernaut they would not be surprised to see them end the season with 18 19 or they might run the table uh, the way they're going um but for the boys media poll the number one team i don't think it's a surprise the eight no cross lex pioneers a unanimous number one they got all four first place votes 20 points richmond at number two, at seven and one, they uh, they had 16 points. I think one and two were pretty cut and dry yeah. right now. Although Elmont tried their best to throw a wrench into this, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But really, going um, after number two, I think you could make an argument for a lot of teams because there have been a few that I have wanted to reach up and grab a spot. And it feels like every team I'm counting on being that number three, number four team loses a game I'm really hoping they can win. So, um, yes, I saw who was calling you. Um, at, now, again, tied for number three, Armada and Port here on Northern. Remember, last week they were also tied uh, for number three. They each had seven points last week. They each have eight points this week so Armada at five and two port here on northern at four and three still deadlocked at number three in the media poll and rounding out the top five at number five is marine city cardinal mooney with four points receiving votes st Clair they have two points this week and three are the last two teams mooney and st Clair, both lost on Friday, Mooney, they did, we, we forgot to mention them, they lost to a very good Riverview Gabriel Richard team that I think is now 7 or 8 and 0 and is dominating everyone in their path. Uh, St. Clair lost the close one to South Lake. That That's a tough one to, to decipher. Well, I haven't seen Mooney play this year. Uh, I, I know they're good, but I haven't seen them uh, play yet this year, so they're kind of right now off my radar. Um, and I've seen St. Clair play. Uh, I know they lost on, on Friday, but I, I thought that was a pretty good showing in a tough game. Um, and, and so I kind of stuck with St. Clair as my number five team, although I did hedge. I considered uh, Cardinal Mooney. I considered a couple other teams, too. I considered Memphis. They're 7-3. and three. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I just, the, you know, the Marlette win is a nice win. Uh, I considered the Big Reds, not because I think they're a dominant team, but who had a better week than the Big Reds? Yeah, uh, I, I, I still considered MLA City. They were, uh, I believe, receiving votes last week. Yes, they were, they were the number six team last week because they were receiving votes. 
It's like they, they went one and one, and their one loss was to the number one team in our poll. Yeah. That's I, – I thought about not punishing them that much, um, but they actually didn't get any votes this week, so – We'll see I'm not going to argue with the five teams that are on the list, though. No. No, again, you could probably make an argument for anyone outside of one and two to be number three. Yeah. Like, I don't – I'm waiting for that other boys team to really make a mark and still haven't gotten it. Like, St. Clair, like I mentioned before, trying to break through that glass ceiling. Uh, Mooney. I'm waiting for them to go, oh, hey, Mooney's won five straight. Armadas, I think they've won three in a row. But they had, I don't know if it's this week or next that they have to take on Cross-Lex. But that will be a telling one. I think they play Emily City this week. Or maybe they, I don't know. I'll have to double-check Armada's schedule. They have to prove it in Northern. They went 1-0, and and who knows? Maybe if they play Lakeshore, they're either in contention for number two in the poll or they fall out completely depending on how they do down in Lakeshore. Well, we've got uh, Armada tonight uh, on the uh, stream, and uh, Northern's actually on uh, twice this week. So looking forward to, to that. Yeah, so I, I think that's it. Um, again, I will be out at Saginaw Valley at 3 o'clock. Oh, Crosslex is on this afternoon. Yeah, for Crosslex. They take on Reese. Reese is a team that very well could knock off the Pioneers. This is might be their toughest game yet, at least before the game, like looking at what we think there could be. It might be their toughest competition to date. Crosslex 80. Let's see. Reese isn't really our coverage area, so I'll go Reese uh, 58. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, and then you will be in Armada as the Marine City Mariners have a crossover with Armada. Armada's hot. They've won four straight. They're five and two. Four straight, yes. Uh, and uh, and the Mariners are back at uh, 500 after their win at Clawson on Friday. So should be a good basketball game. Yeah, so, well, we'll see if Armada um, can hold on to that number three spot or at least try to break a deadlock with Northern for it. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to end this now because it's going to take uh, Brady three days to edit all of this. It was a hectic day, to say the least. <laughs> and we'll be back for more of it on Wednesday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.